Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm Macy Renee. Thank you so much for being here. If you're brand new, I hope that you enjoy the podcast and all of the episodes. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. So just like I started last week, I want to start reading reviews that you all leave for me. If you're an iTunes listener, I so appreciate seeing these. They make me feel amazing and they also help the algorithm for more people to find the podcast. So if you have been a listener, especially on iTunes and you've never left a review, I just want to let you know I would so appreciate you doing that if you feel compelled and today's um, review is going to be from Michaela D. Coffee Jeans and Jesus is the username. I love it and the title says such an inspiring podcast. I just want to say that I love this podcast. Just listen to episode 50 and the most recent episode. Wow she is speaking on things that so many women struggle with. I love her authenticity and transparency. Keep inspiring and empowering. Thank you so much Michaela for leaving that review. Like I said I love reading them. Okay you guys Let's dive into today's topic and the topic for today is really about if you can choose any thought, why would you choose the one that isn't serving you? So let's break down what this means. I was actually driving in my car um, a few weeks ago and I had this thought pop up. I tend to feel the most inspiration around like 11 to 3 p.m. and usually it's when I'm sitting in my car in silence and just thinking and reflecting about things that are going on in my own life and I pulled up my notes in my iPhone and wrote down of all the thoughts that are available to you why would you choose the ones that suck (laughs) and I'm like that's a good Facebook live topic slash podcasting topic. So it may also be tonight's Facebook live topic. If you're not aware, you guys, I'm on a 365 day Facebook live journey. I started it on November 1st of 2020. I think I'm on day today will be 190 days straight that I have done it without any breaks and we'll continue to do it through November 1st. So if you're not already my friend on Facebook, make sure you shoot me a friend request. If you're not following me on Instagram, go find me on there. It's always linked in the show notes. You can look in any of the show notes between now and way back when and find the links that lead to me and also my website if you ever have more questions about coaching or what I offer. So of all the thoughts that are available to you, why would you choose the ones that suck? And really what this comes down to is the, what I want you to remember is your thoughts always create the feelings that you have in your body, right? If you have been following this podcast for a while, if you follow my work as a coach, you get to choose a lot of your feelings because your feelings are a direct response of the thoughts that cross your mind, the thoughts that are thinking, whether it's subconscious or conscious thoughts. So it could be the thoughts you're very aware of or the thoughts that you're not even aware of that are running 
a silent program, when your body feels an emotion, your body is feeling that emotion because of some sort of thought, whether you're aware of it or not, that is running in the background. So when you start to feel negative emotion, it's really good to pinpoint what are the thoughts or thought that is going through your mind at the point of that negative emotion that you're feeling. So if you're having negative emotion like I feel disgusted with my body, okay, what are you thinking about your body? Did you walk past a mirror and then immediately feel sad or discouraged or sadly disgusted or something like that? And why would you feel that way just by walking past a mirror? And it's because of any thoughts you had when you walked past the mirror. And so you can choose to have thoughts like, I am not the body type I want to be. I have so much weight to lose or I have so much weight to gain, right? If maybe you're underweight, because I know women struggle with that too. We often talk a lot about being overweight, but there's also um, a large population of women that are not happy with their body because they're underweight and they want to feel more toned or muscular or not be told that they need to eat more food or more cheeseburgers in order to gain weight. Like that's very offensive for them as well. And so you can have all the thoughts that don't serve you about the negativity around your body. But at the end of the day, when you become conscious about it, that gets to be a choice. You get to choose if you're going to look at your body that way in a negative light that brings on negative emotion, or you can choose to have thoughts that empower you about your body. Like, did your body allow you to carry children? Has your body allowed you to walk each and every day from your bed to your bathroom to your kitchen to, you know, the park with your friends or family or children? Like, how is your body supporting you? Can you speak life into all the things that your body does for you rather than all the things your body is not, okay? And I think thinking thoughts like this, yes, it will feel challenging because what you believe about yourself is only the result of thoughts that you've had so many times. You've repeated those thoughts so many times that it becomes a belief. That's where beliefs come from. Something that you've thought over and over and over and over again until it becomes a part of your belief system. So when you're done with that and you no longer want to think those thoughts that are not serving you, you get to simply decide. Same thing with money beliefs, right? Like if you think I'm never going to have nice things, I'm never going to be able to make more money, we're never going to be able to take more than a vacation every year or a vacation every other year. We're, you know, we're not like those other people that are ever going to have that. You get to choose those thoughts. You get to choose them. And when you're having them and it's not making you feel good and it puts you in a state of feeling like a victim, like it's never going to get better or it's making you feel less than or you're in compare and despair and you're having all of the emotions, you have to remember that you get at any point to choose your thoughts and to shift them when you observe that they're not serving you for the outcome you actually want. So if you actually do want to have two to three, four vacations a year, or you want time freedom, or you want to make more money, 
when your original unintentional thoughts are telling you all the reasons why you can't have it and why it's not possible, what you have to realize is that the only reason you're believing that is because subconsciously or consciously, you have told your your brain that so many times. You have repeated that story to yourself so many times that it feels true, even though it's not true. Because at any point, you can decide to choose a different thought. You can decide at any given moment to become the person that can create exactly what you're wanting. And people really struggle this and feel, struggle with this, <laughs> and really feel trapped and stuck in their circumstances and I get it trust me I get it I have on a daily basis I catch my brain having thoughts that do not serve me and I come back to the moments where I think if I could have any thought about this situation right now why would I choose the one that makes me feel sucky why am I choosing the one that makes me feel stuck Why am I choosing the one that makes me feel less than? Because I get to decide those thoughts. So going back to the examples of, you know, not being happy or content in your body. I think one of the reasons why I'm able to recognize this maybe a little bit more than the average person. And I'm sure people in the health field would understand exactly where I'm coming from when I say this. As someone who has, you know, my background in being an occupational therapist, um, I would work with people in, especially when I was a student, you know, as a professional, I worked with birth to age three. But as a student, I worked with all populations because we had to be cross-trained in mental health. We worked in, um, you know, we had an experience in a halfway house working with people um, there who were going through recovery and getting their lives back in order. Um people don't realize I think that occupational therapy is so um, diverse like the populations that you can work with as an occupational therapist are one of the reasons I went into the field because I thought at the time if I ever get bored with one specific population I'll do another population so you will find occupational therapists working in mental health working with eating disorders working with people that are transitioning you know maybe they've had um quite the past and they're you know working in halfway houses um behavioral clinics we have had you know we work in nursing homes hospitals school systems um prison systems oh gosh what else where else do we work um what I did early intervention birth to age three working in homes we do home health care I mean if you name it occupational therapy can really be you know, a career that you can do across many different fields. And when I was in nursing, like in nursing homes and acute rehabilitation in hospitals, I met so many people that, you know, were living a typical day, the day before or the week before. And suddenly they were in my care paralyzed from one one whole side of their body or they you know had to have thickened liquids because they could no longer swallow without aspirating aka like choking um and I think that it really opened my eyes even years ago to more grateful thinking like more gratitude 
um, when it comes to the things that I would complain about. So for instance, when I would hear other people say like, I, you know, I feel too lazy to walk or, um, I don't want to, you know, or I don't like my, my arms. They have all of these spots on them or, you know, I hate the way this body part looks. For me, a lot of times what would flash before my eyes were the patients who were living normal lives, just like, you know, we are, um, or we, or the lives that we have today and I would have these flashbacks of like just a week ago or just a day ago, they were very much in the same position as me. And because of a car accident or a freak accident at the lake cliff diving or, you know, because of, you know, I had a patient that was 20 something and he was just in a club with all of his friends and someone shot a gun and not at anybody in particular, but almost like just into the crowd you know and it struck him and he was a spinal cord injury um, and he could no longer play basketball he could no longer even feel himself having um, a bowel movement or having to go to the bathroom and you know at the time he was maybe like a year or two younger than I was and I had patients that you know had to go like could drink a normal cup of coffee to all of a sudden they would have a you know a stroke or something else would happen and they could no longer have thin liquid coffee like i would have to put thickener in it and it would be this like the same consistency as um a milkshake or jello but it was coffee and in being able to experience how fast things can change i think that from my occupational therapy background and seeing people need me to reteach them how to live day to day and find gratitude for whatever skills that they had left and could regain it was very eye-opening to to see like whose mental health thrived after something like that happened to them and whose like whose didn't and what was interesting is that the patients that had good thoughts around I can get better I'm going to get better I'm gonna work really hard like even though one whole half of my body is no longer working I just know that I'm gonna be able to make my bed again or I just know that I'm gonna be able to make another cup of coffee one day or I just know that I'm gonna be able to write a check or cook myself breakfast even though it's my dominant side that I lost or you know whatever whatever it was those patients were able to graduate rehab so much faster than the patients who chose the thought, my life officially is over, my life totally sucks, or I'm never going to be great again, or I'm never going to play the sport again, or I'm never going to be loved the same way again. And while I think that all of those unintentional thoughts that come originally, like come quicker than any other thought, at the end of the day, they're not really serving you. And what I want to empower you to think about is that you get to choose all of the thoughts that you have. You may not feel like you get to in the moment that they're happening because they happen so quick. They're what we call in coaching unintentional thoughts. And then a lot of times I teach my clients this model that I learned from Brooke Castillo that you can learn from the Life Coach School. Um, It's her model and um, it really takes you from unintentional thinking to intentional thinking. 
and is so incredibly powerful because your thoughts create your reality. Your thoughts are what create your results in life. It's never your circumstances. It's always, it comes back down to what you're believing about yourself and what's possible. And that's why I wanted the title of today's podcast to be of all the thoughts that are available to you. Why do you choose the ones that suck? Or ultimately, why are you choosing the ones that are taking you further away from the outcome that you actually want when it comes to having you know, more money if that's what you want or having more time freedom if that's what you want or having a thriving relationship with a partner right, or a better marriage or being the best mom or dad that you can be or moving up in your career or switching careers and going after whatever your dream job, career or entrepreneur path is. Why are you choosing thoughts that don't bring you closer to the goals that you have and the person that you want to become? And I want you to recognize all the moments when you do this, when your brain starts taking you into thoughts that don't contribute to your highest and best self. Like thoughts like, I'm never going to lose the weight. You can choose that thought. Or you can choose the thought that you're absolutely capable of losing the weight. So why would you choose the other one? Okay? If the thought is, I'm never going to make more than $2,000 a month, right? I don't know what your financial status is or $3,000 a month. And the alternative thought is, I can make as much money as I want in a month. Or I can make... I can be creative in finding ways to make $5,000 a month. Why wouldn't you choose that thought? Why wouldn't you allow your brain to come up with solutions to whatever the problem is? If the thought is, I'm never going to be able to get along with my mother-in-law versus a good relationship with my mother-in-law is entirely possible with me working on myself, why wouldn't you choose the thought that ultimately gives you the result that you want? Like you have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of thoughts that are available to you. Just like someone who's struggling with addiction, if they're like, alcohol is going to control me my entire life or, you know, um, shooting heroin is never, like I'm always going to be a drug addict. Those are thoughts that are not going to serve them as much as thoughts of it's possible for me to get clean. It's possible for me to make something of myself. It's possible to get out of this and be a present parent. It's possible to foster relationships that were once broken. I mean, your result is literally coming from the thoughts that you decide on any given basis at any given moment. So of all the thoughts that are available to you, and P.S., we have between 65,000 to 80,000 thoughts per day. And I think the statistic is 90%, it's somewhere between 80 and 90% of the thoughts that you have today are also going to be your thoughts tomorrow, are going to be your thoughts the next day and the next day. So if you're not interrupting the program in your mind, you're falling victim to the program in your mind and you're actually creating a result that you don't even want. So you can believe that you're going to be the best at whatever you're doing or that you're, you know, like you can choose whatever you want to be or you can choose that you're not going to be the best at whatever it is that you're trying to do. You can choose that everything in your life is going to suck or everything in your life is going to be made amazing and great. 
you know, and it's never your circumstances that are creating what you're experiencing. It's always going to come down to your thoughts. So I really wanted to have that conversation with you today and let it be known that of all the thoughts, 65,000 to 80,000 thoughts that you have in a day, what are you thinking and believing? What results are you living right now? And what are you not liking about your life? What are you not liking? Because whatever you're not liking, you have the potential to change. You just have to master your mind, master your mindset. And if that feels super challenging and you're having a hard time doing it on your own, that's when you get a mentor. That's when you hire the coach. That's when you go, you know, to therapy, maybe to talk some things out, like wherever you feel you need to go. That is something that I love doing. So if I'm the person that resonates with you and you feel connected, you are more than welcome to schedule a free consult at any given time and we can talk about it. So I wanted to make you aware of all of that and I hope that you guys really start to see that you're way more powerful than you may think. And if you think you're not powerful, that's just a thought you're choosing. (laughs) And you've got way more that you can choose from. And that's the work. Like where you want to be and where you currently are and the gap work in between. And the gap work is what matters most. So, okay, that's today's episode. And just a quick reminder, sacral, my six-week program. So ladies, those of you that are stuck in masculine energy, you're, you know, trying to get more help, but you don't really want to ask for help, and then you resent people in your life because they're not just offering to help, or they do help, but they're not doing it right, and you just take over because you feel like you can do it better, (laughs) and you're having trouble allowing for nurturing, and you maybe struggle around intimacy and pleasure, And you just feel really stuck in that you tend to show up more masculine as a fixer. I'm going to fix everything. I'm going to handle everything. I'm going to get everything done. I'm going to do it all. But then I'm going to be mad about it because I feel like I'm drowning and nobody's noticing. If this sounds like you, Sacral is open through May 23rd, I believe. You can sign up. 997, six weeks. It's going to be three group coaching calls, three one-on-one calls with me all through Zoom, workbook pages. It's going to be amazing. We've got people signed up and I can't wait to see who else joins. I think that you're really going to enjoy this program and becoming more present and learning how to fall more into your feminine energy. So that way you feel more at ease, more at peace. And actually it'll allow your partner to step in and help you the way that you want to be helped. But you have to learn how to fall into that feminine in an empowering way. So if that sounds like something you need, go to macyrenee.com, click ways to work together, sacral, check it out, join, and I look forward to welcoming you into that program. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.